0: welcome to the tune shed the workshop for everything from music history theory creative process production you name it we are here to become better music listeners better creators and better music lovers I'm your host Blake, and I'm here with my dear childhood friend and professional musician Marty Gray. What is up, Marty? Hi. Hello. Oh no, your
1: voice—it's it's gone. Me. It's It's Santa. Oh, it's,
0: happy holidays. It's
1: Christmas oh.
0: You went hard at the caroling gig, didn't you?
2: Yeah, we went hard at the caroling gig. Yeah, you you can you heard it. You heard it right away. the 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 voice is a little tired.
0: Mm. so it's a muscle right so it gets tired like like anything else
2: yeah it's a bunch of flesh in there and if you use it too much it gets it gets sore Mm. um but not too sore to do a podcast
0: yeah plus a little craggly podcast that's just like some asmr right
2: yeah that's true how does my how did my voice crackle sound how does this sound right now pretty good hmm (laughs) Oh my gosh, I am so excited for this episode.
0: Oh, me too. I'm stoked.
2: (laughs) So do you want to explain what's happening or or should I?
0: Uh, Yeah, you kick it off. You got
2: it. Okay, so what's happening right now is Blake and I, maybe starting last year, decided that we were going to collaborate on a track. And Blake sent me a bunch of stems, which are just Individual tracks of instruments, you know, various things that he recorded, like drums, uh, keyboards, whatever, like everything. And he sent that, the, he sent those to me, and I got them, and I said, "Ooh, I like it." So I took them and I, I scrunched them up and I reorganized stuff and I put things over there and I re-recorded certain things and I recorded over the the track and I added all of my own stuff, and then I sent it, I shipped it back to him, and then a couple months goes by and i get another thing from blake it's like okay you got more stems so he he piled on and he rearranged everything so basically we we just tossed this baby back and forth and shook it until it was a track
0: um but like a comforting shake not like a dangerous shake
2: <laughs> yeah we <Right>? yeah <laughs> we we shook a baby in the way that you're supposed to shake
0: it a, a proverbial baby <laughs> proverbial <laughs> baby
2: <laughs> yeah that's what we did uh, and uh now yeah. we're going to sort of break it down and share now it. we're
0: gonna proverbially share the baby
2: yeah yeah you get to take <laughs> care of the proverbial
0: baby and i'm actually stoked on this because it's sort of how the podcast was born i sort of mentioned it at the end of last episode but um as part of this process like I kept calling Marty and being like, ah, Marty, what do you think of this? Like, ah, this, ah, this, you know, ah, what should I do about this? Oh, how do you usually do that? And those conversations, I just got so stoked on. And then that sort of actually made me have this idea, like, how can I get Marty on the phone more? Because he's so busy. Aha, I'll tell him we're doing a podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so it kind of like is the reason that I pitched this idea to you and, uh, yeah, here we are. So super stoked to break it down. Um, and also the other thing is it's, it's everything this podcast is about, right? There's a million skills in being a musician and making a song and, and in what you do. So we're probably going to hit a bunch of them today. Um, not all of them because, um, there's just too many skills, um, but yeah, you know, a lot goes into making a song, so it was super fun. So, we're going to break it down.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I have no idea how this is going to go. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Um, we might talk about d- d- compression today. Who knows? If we stumble upon it, we'll we'll, we'll touch on it. So, I think this is going to be sort of a a little choose your own adventure into the inner workings of one of our songs.
0: Yeah. And wait, Marty, shit, I we didn't talk about this before, but should we play the song at the end? Maybe.
2: Maybe or you know we what should play the song first. Maybe we should play the song in the beginning and then and then sort of uh
0: deconstruct it. Mm. Do you
2: want me just do you want me to just hit the space bar?
0: Like we just Yeah, sure, why not? Alright. Let's right. do it. Screw it. Let's do it.
2: Here we go.
3: Say that we call it Coco. It has me stuck on my flow It has me stuck in my hole On you Yeah, give me out the oh no Glass on the green on my phone Is everything in grey tone? Not you
0: It slaps, yeah. It slaps. I love it. I listen to it way too much. I'm way too into the song. I need to relax. That's good.
2: (laughs) I feel like everyone that I know that makes music, like low key, listens to their music, but they don't tell anyone. And I always ask. I'm always (laughs) like, "Do you listen to your own stuff?" Like right after you make it, and they're like, "Mm, "Yeah, I
0: yeah." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something just so beautiful about having something done like calling it done and then just listening to it for what it is and like catching little pieces of it it's yeah it's just fun
2: oh yeah and and for you um, mix and master aficionados out there this is not um, final mix or mastered quite yet so there's still some level stuff that has to happen you know it's not up to mm-hmm. unity um, not up to you know a luff's target but um, all of the creative mixing um, and most of the sort of post-production mixing is, is pretty much there. So that's where we're at right now. A,
0: a Luff's target? What is yeah,
2: that? yeah. That's a, um, that's a modern mastering thing. So what mastering engineers look for is they look to bring the song up in loudness, which is not the same as volume. And we'll, we'll talk about that someday. Um, but Luff's is a measure of loudness over time. Um, and it's, it's an algorithmic measurement, um, and it takes into account a large section of the song over time, and it sort of averages out the loudness and gives you a, uh, a reading. Um, and so, hmm. like, a really loud mix will be right around negative uh, 9 luffs on average, and some of the quieter stuff is around negative 14, um, and that, that range is generally acceptable. Um, But each streaming service sort of has their own um, LUFS target that they readjust to. And so um, Apple Music, I believe, is right around negative 14. So if if they get a master that's negative nine LUFS, they will actually bring the whole signal down so that it conforms to their negative 14 LUFS target.
0: Wow, I did not know that. I know, it's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like, I wonder if anyone gets peeved. I guess maybe it doesn't matter
3: at the end of the
2: day. No, because the idea is that all streaming services have their own loudness that they uh, they automatically adjust every song to. So everything, you know, you're not having
0: to constantly turn
2: up and down the volume when you're listening right. to Spotify.
0: You know, that's that's the idea behind it. But I do feel like sometimes when I listen to like some classical music, and then like some pop music back to back, the classical music is definitely on the quieter side. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is definitely we digress. True.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to t- we'll have to talk about that someday. I don't know. I don't want this to turn into a mixing and mastering podcast because there are people yeah. way more qualified to talk about that than I am. <laughs> but
0: yeah, you can go pretty deep into it. Uh,
2: yeah, and it gets really boring really quick. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's jump into the song and maybe just go through track by track on a few things. Uh, let's get to also get to some of the lyrics and some of the meaning behind it. Ooh. And then I want to talk about some secret spices. And then let's talk about the production. And then, oh, my God, let's talk about Gretchen. Yeah, that was, yeah, Gretchen uh,
2: then, is the, the female rapper you heard. Ooh, maybe we should good. start with Gretchen. Let's do it. Why not? Gretchen
0: is so good. <laughs>
2: yeah, so... Gretchen is a uh, someone who went to high school with with Blake and I, and she was always the dopest girl. She's just the dopest she's, person ever. She's um, the dopest
0: person, and still today, definitely yeah. my dopest friend.
2: Dude, I saw her uh, at Snowbound Books when I went back home. <laughs> she's working in a bookstore, wow. and I saw her, and... She, I don't think she recognized me underneath my mask. So I straight up like bought a book and was like, I'm getting the mix done, Gretchen. Don't worry. <laughs> she, and she was like, oh, oh my
1: God. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: It's probably been a while too. Just so you know, people like Snowbound Books is like side of a hill, skinny, like kind of worn looking house. I feel like it's like a baby blue, but like the the paint's chipping. And inside it's just like, a maze of bookshelves and it's got like all these cool like new and used books. And it's just kind of like a staple of our hometown. And, uh, yeah, what a, yeah, what a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah, it is a beautiful place. But anyway, uh, Gretchen is part of a duo called Blanco Suave. Um, and they are on Spotify. So go look up Blanco Suave. They have awesome music and they should be so much bigger than they are. But, um, there was this part of the song uh, that needed a verse two. and so we hit up Gretchen. We were like, "Do you want to do something <laughs> for this section?"
0: So and it was, should I, it was like um, a Marquette little trio, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Should, should um, should I go through it? Should I go yeah, through? Yeah, let's and just, do it. Okay, so Gretchen actually sent me four, um, like four vocal stems, um, all with various layers of mixing but I ended up using her her malted stem because it sounded really good. And I didn't, I actually didn't need to mix it at all. So here's what it sounds like all on its own.
4: Call me any time. I'm stuck. Uh, Never wished you wouldn't hit me up. Fuck it spinning round and round like a mouse in a bucket at my toughest. It's not enough. It's not enough to just want it.
2: Right. So it's got, um, a little bit of that, like higher chip monkey thing going on in the back which she did, mm-hmm. that was her. Um, all that I did as far as processing is boost the high end a bit, roll off the low end a bit, um, put it through a little bit of uh, tape saturation because I wanted it to match our vocals and I put our vocals through a little bit of tape saturation. Oh, okay. Um, and then this part where it's like, oh,
4: oh, oh, never wish.
2: I automated a little bit of delay
0: to just hit that. (laughs) Just on that one spot.
2: Yeah. Just on the.
0: That's so good. Didn't you do that on the end of, on the end of reverse too? It really goes out with a bang. Doesn't it? I did. Here's the end of it.
4: I cannot give up. It is what it is. A kiss is a kiss, but baby I'm stuck.
3: Oh, 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 oh. I actually,
2: I actually did. Yeah. 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 I did this thing. I forgot to solo the other little things
0: that I did.
4: This cut is a cut. I cannot give up. It is what it is. A kiss is a kiss, but baby, I'm stuck.
1: Oh, so it's like some,
0: it's like reverse reverb, sweepy things coming up and then stuck hits with the delay. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the, the way that I accomplished that was I put some alternate reverb on her vocals, um, copied it to another track and printed it. And then, Scooted it to another track and reversed it, so that's this layer right here. The the uh, this thing, that's That's the reverse. And then I think her stuck is actually detuned. I think I detuned it. Yeah, I took the s out and I just lowered it by like a few semitones.
0: Ooh, so it just hits a little bit lower. That's cool. Yeah. Really good tricks, both those, the reverse reverb sweep and the um, the detune for emphasis.
2: Yeah, I think so too. Well, in general, like anything, I feel like anything that sort of goes, like builds in volume and then stops right when you need it to, that's great for mm-hmm. transitional stuff. Like no matter what it is, it can be a cymbal, it can be like a, like a big snare drum tail like a string mm-hmm. like anything that just increases in volume and then drops out oh it's you can't go wrong
0: yeah i mean it's called a drop right but you can do mini drops everywhere
2: <laughs> true
0: <laughs> sick okay maybe let's hit up some of the drums
2: yeah yeah so do um i'll sort of play a section yeah the drums are really fun the, so blake did the drums um and this is
0: like early days like back to the beginning of the track when it's just like a synth and drums right yeah yeah and you added all those nice little clicks to it and yeah. the offbeat symbol. that's so nice
2: yeah i think i added these is it this rattle that i'm thinking of Oh wait, I'm. I have the other stuff soloed. There's a bunch of it's layers. Like all the little
0: there's... clicks on like whatever those things are. Those are all uh, your texture that that's really nice.
2: Ah uh, yes, yeah. This is my. This is just my hand. What? What are you doing with your hand? I think. Oh no, it's um. One layer is my hand, and another is me uh rubbing my hand on a piece of paper.
0: so what were you going for there
2: i think just a a bit of like ambient
0: shakerness (laughs) yeah you know ambient shakerness it sounds good makes it alive kind of you know like the whole thing is kind of like clicking and moving with you rather than just like my midi drums
2: yeah you sort of want like you you want your kick and snare to be there right Mm -hmm. and the kick and i mean. Your composition of the kick and snare is, is so good because it's so off.
0: It's super off. <laughs>
2: you know, it's like... Uh, uh. Like, it's really off timing.
0: It's like... Is it early? Is it late? I don't even know. It's just like a little here, a little there. And it's it really makes ju- the whole thing move.
2: Yeah, it's really jaunty. And I love that. It, it's very... I mean, it gives it sort
0: of a human element, right? And actually... Speaking of that, I was just listening to uh, Stromae today. Uh, they got a new song that is so cool where actually the beat, the beat is pushed. Let me think. The beat is pushed, I think, forward. No, the beat is pushed back like an eighth note triplet. So just very, very slightly. Oh. Um, and then there's this synth pattern that comes in that's pushed forward. And so the whole thing is like, it's like pushing and pulling on you as it, as it goes. Oh, I and, love that. Um, I really wish that my hits were like intentional like that. They're totally not. <laughs> Mine are just a little, little on, little off. The whole thing kind of moves together. But I love that idea of like, oh, let's just pull everything back or pull everything forward. And uh, not to get on too big of a rant here, but like a lot of the Jay Dilla stuff, those samples like start playing your snare hits or the hi hat hits a little bit early or a little bit late because that's just the way the sample worked. And then actually, I've started to hear drummers like playing in that style now. So I feel like it's this sort of—it's not new. It's been going on for a long time, but it's just kind of a cool thing that like being off tempo can be awesome.
2: Oh yeah! Like who who says you have to stick to the grid? You totally the grid is terrible. Oh, the grid is. I mean, we're all over the place in this grid. Like it's it really does have this like drunken jaunty. Yeah. Some instability. Really, kind of like, it's very cool. Yeah. You know, it's nice. Um, anything else on those? I don't. I don't know. I. guess I just quickly want to give a shout out to the half swing. It's the half swing is really in right now. Speaking of in, um, things that are in. It's this. Uh, the half swing. Is right in between a straight rhythm, which would be like boom, cut, boom, cut, boom, right? And then a swing, which would be right. A swing is like Like typical jazz stuff, and then a mm-hmm. half swing is right in between. So it's like boom, cut, boom, cut, boom, Is it almost like a shuffle though? Or. No, a shuffle would be right? Oh, okay, okay. Um but a half swing is like not quite in twelve eight. <laughs> like it's in between. <laughs> it like a ton of lo fi hip hop jams do it. Like they've got this Oh,
3: now I
1: hear it. It's not <laughs> as soon straight. As you do- <laughs>
0: i'm dying because as soon as you do a lo-fi reference i'm like oh i understand now (laughs) oh
1: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) way too much (laughs) lo-fi i was doing a lot of lo-fi too i'll be honest like what was it last time you like made up a lo-fi beat real quick and i was like wow this is every lo-fi song ever (laughs) (laughs) yep unbelievable anyways sorry (laughs) (laughs) for sure
2: well it's just such it's it's like a it's a formula that works really well
0: it's great and it's got a ton of wiggle room I don't know. And it does, it's just like pulsing along, but it's not, it's not boring. It's like, it keeps on your toes a yeah, little bit. it really does. It's almost like subverting your expectations, even though you know you're in this sort of new time area. And I think that's kind of what happens in the drums in this too. Like, um, there's a part where going into the next section goes, and they're like all a little bit funky. And you, I think you detune the snare there too. Um, but yeah, it's just like, makes you feel like a little like, Oh. Here we go. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I think I did. Fun.
2: Wait, let me play that part. Hold on. I actually just figured that I can just mute stuff instead of solo everything. So that's perfect. Oh, let me see if I can find that spot. Bup, 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 bup. Yeah, it's right here. Yeah, that mm. spot. Bu, bup, 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 bup. That's great. And that's I actually just took your snare sample and I um, mm-hmm. detuned it in Ableton and just cut them. So that's why they kind of sound like.
0: Oh, they're shorter. Yeah, I cut off the tails of some of them. What a great idea. I never would think to do that. So yeah, detuning again, great effect. But slicing off the tails, that's nice.
2: Yeah, well, it's actually in the main beat. Like I took that thing that I did in uh, in that fill and I put it in the main beat. So see if you can hear it. Here it comes. (laughs) <laughs> that little like <laughs> but, <laughs> that little but, yeah. Bah.
0: That's cool. That's really cool. I didn't. I didn't even notice that before. Oh yeah. More to celebrate.
2: Yeah, that that can add some tension too. If you make a drum sample, mm-hmm. snip off the tail of it and use it as sort of an off snare.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh we love yeah, it's it. like your ghost
0: notes. <laughs> yeah. You ever see that video, the Purdy Shuffle? No. What is that? Uh, I forget his name, his first name, but. Mr. Purdy, the guy who invented the Purdy Shuffle, very famous drum beat, has this video on YouTube, and he's like, "Don't worry about those, ain't nothing but ghost notes," you know. And he's just like such a character, and just talking about playing the drums. But yeah, ghost notes is sort of like your light hits in between your big hits on your snare drum, oh yeah, um, or on any any drum. But yeah, you're kind of making that effect with the little chopped version, aren't you?
2: Oh, we love that. Yeah, the ghost notes, the the little snare drum hits, the
0: get get get. The little ticket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The stuff in between the big slaps. Yeah. We love it. Good stuff. All right. Sh- um, should we move all right, on? we gotta to- go on. Yeah, yeah. Should we talk about the, the base, bass? The base. Yes. Okay. And I made a bass line and you made a bass line, and mine's in a synth, and yours is like the sexiest bass line alive, and I love it.
2: Oh man. <laughs> okay, well let's let's play your bass line, because your bass line happens first.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's so eight bit awesomeness. You know what I love about <laughs> this bass line is that the mm-hmm. the high pa- or um the low pass filter is random. So it's like randomly like
0: It's almost like a slap effect but terrible. Like, yeah yeah
2: This looks kind of like not a slap good at effect. imitating
0: a slap but it is kind of this like okay i never would have been able to put that into words but the you said the low pass filter meaning the thing no the high pass filter meaning the thing that's getting rid of lows low frequencies in the in the bass is coming in and out right
2: the the opposite thing yeah the, the thing <sighs> that the thing that is blocking <laughs> the high frequencies from being there
0: right because the high if, frequencies yeah let's get them mixed up
2: I know. Well, I, I hate how it's called low-pass and high-pass because it doesn't describe what's there. It describes what's missing, and I, I don't like that.
0: <laughs> ah, but yeah. But we're stuck. Yeah, that's really tough.
2: We're stuck with that terminology,
0: unfortunately. Yep. Words are words. Yeah, it, it is confusing um, for me, too. That's cool, though. That is a cool little effect on it. I think that was just on the preset. I think I was just messing with stuff. I was yeah. just picking a sound and messing with knobs, and then I was like, oh, this is kind of fun kind oh. of corny in a cool way and dude yeah
2: you were using your your ears to you you know your ears said "Ooh, yeah for sure
0: the little slides are so funny
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun
1: <laughs>
2: i love how it's it's like wubby and there's no attack on this preset yeah it's, womp, 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 womp you give it like with the drums it's perfect
0: because the drums sort of bring all that attack
1: oh
2: and and it like the sub bass your bass is like kind of lagging along with the drums too
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah they're together they're friends
2: yeah they're definitely being friends
0: um okay i imagine like a baby elephant like trying to be cool
2: yeah that is it does sound like that (laughs) like almost kind of um like dopey but in a really cute way
0: yeah yeah
2: oh i love that
0: okay well then um let's get to the sexy bass yeah so favorite bass ever during my
2: first verse i um i was like okay i want to make a bass line because blake didn't include one um so i was like okay i'll make one So I played the bass guitar and here's this line.
0: So nice i think a good bass line has a little bit of that pulsing effect which kind of references my bass line to the doop boop you know that kind of like just rhythmic on one note yeah and then also a nice slide in it
3: i and think so the too. slide in
0: this one do 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 like that kind of just like arpeggiated walking thing is so cool oh
2: yeah and if you're um if you're not the best bass player in the world like i am then the rule that I, want, I always want to follow is the line has to be fun to play. If it's not mm. fun to play, then, then don't track it, <laughs> you know?
0: It's a good point. Cause if you're just struggling through it, it's probably going to come through into the music, right?
2: Yeah. Or like it can go both ways, right? If it's too, if it's not very fun to play and it's just like a drag, um, mm-hmm. then it's, it might even, it might be too simple. Which I'm not saying that it that simple bass lines don't work. Um but also I think if it's not fun to play because it's just so hard and it's like you're constantly missing stuff, then it's probably too busy. At least for Yeah. You know at least for what you're trying to do. So Balance. if it's not fun but you need it to be more busy, you need to hire a bass player. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and it's a, that's a really good tip overall because I feel like sometimes when you're making one part of one song, if you get too into it, it almost always for me comes out too busy and it ends up being like, "Oh, I kind of like this line, but and I put so much effort into it so I don't want to get rid of it, but now it's like taking away from other stuff and Oh yeah, uh, it gets in the way.
2: Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it also if it's if it's not fun, if it's not tracking to be that way, then you are going to focus on it too much. You're gonna get in that yeah. in that like horrible mental cycle of like, oh, it's not the way it needs to be. Ugh, it needs it's to exactly. be a certain way. Yeah, it's it's not good. That's not you. You don't make good art that way.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, tough stuff. Yeah. Um, you want to show me the mandolin? We I mentioned this last time. I was like, there's mandolin in this song. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's the mandolin setting. Gorgeous. And it's actually coupled with a dulcimer, so I'll play those two things together. Yeah. So did you play
0: both those? Are those-
2: so here's the secret. I played the dulcimer, but the mandolin since I don't own one is actually mm-hmm. um Spitfire Labs mandolin. What? That's so, so good. Yeah, so there um if anyone who is into production isn't up on Spitfire Labs, you need to go download it now because I don't it's have it. free. <laughs> It's, it is 100% free. Spitfire is a company that makes sample packs and they make some gorgeous packs um, and they all cost an exorbitant amount of money um, and some of them are really worth it. And they have some sales and deals every now and again. Um, but they have this mm-hmm. project called Labs where every two weeks, I think it's two weeks, they release a random pack that you didn't ask for and it's free and you just download it and the labs player plays it for you so they have dulcimer in there they have mandolin they have random guitar stuff they have like amped cello packs like these instruments that they make from the london streets and they they call it london atmos They, they it's just they just throw stuff at you right
3: Um, That is cool. It's
2: brilliant. And it's us. Oh, dude,
3: they should. (laughs) I have so
2: many ideas for what they could do.
0: Oh But go download uh, Spitfire Labs Yeah, yeah, give them an email (laughs) I do need to do that and actually shout to that mandolin because I thought you played it because um, for people who don't know mandolin is actually a lot like a Violin except for it's held like a guitar. So it's like a small little guitar but the same strings as a violin and every string is actually two strings tune the same way and in that sample it almost feels like you can hear two strings being hit when it plays like you almost hear like a little bit of a flam which is like but you know but two strings vibrating do you hear that marty
2: it just in the mandolin
3: yeah
0: i do yeah i do
2: and it's probably because the um spitfire labs makes their samples from real instruments that's probably why that makes sense yeah it's not like a synth mandolin you know it like it really is like a real instrument
0: that is cool and actually i love that part too because it's so different from the rest of the song bringing in that sort of like heaven like you know it's almost like a harp line yeah it's not on a harp, but i feel like that could be written for harp it brings this sort of otherworldly thing in yeah you're probably nice. right
2: maybe it just comes from my like subconscious want of a harp
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> is that what you're asking for for christmas maybe god
2: having a harp would be so cool Dude, they're <sighs>
0: crazy hard to play
2: yeah they and are. write
0: music for oh, oh my god, god. You ever yeah. tried to write something for a harp
2: i have tried to write something for a harp because i had a friend in music school who played the harp a really good friend who played harp And she Mm -hmm. complained about composition students trying to write harp for her all the time. Oh, she's like, these kids don't know what they're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would never, I don't think I would even attempt it.
0: I had a class once that I had to write for harp and I tried it. And it actually went okay, but I literally spent like hours and I looked at my music like it was math. It was like, okay, how are you going to switch the pedal to get the string? Oh, yeah, Yeah. it's
2: god well, Disaster. We, we should do we should cover the harp on a future episode because i feel like yeah we
0: should people it's, see it's it crazy.
2: like i see it all the time on tiktok and stuff but i don't think anyone really like understands how it works you know and i didn't for the longest yeah, time. i don't I think didn't. i understood until college
0: yeah same i had no clue and a lot of times too like in orchestras it's off to the side and it looks beautiful but they really only let it be heard for one second and then it's like kind of lost in the the mix of the orchestra, if you will. Oh, you're totally um, so right. It's, I feel like it's kind of a shame. Like once again, composers are just writing to have it there and look cool and it has its one like glissando like little thing. Yeah. Um, And then that's kind of the whole show, which is which is a bummer.
2: Dude, harp is huge in trap music right now.
0: No way. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, put that on the list. We got to talk about that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, we have have a harp episode. Hold on. Let me write it down.
0: (laughs) Harp trap. Harp trap. Um, Trap and harp. Yeah, and we should probably get back to the song. Oh, true. I want to hit up the vocals. Oh, yeah. Any other instruments you want to do first?
2: Well, should we just touch on everything else? Yeah. Should I just go ahead and, like, (laughs) okay, so.
0: Rapid fire us, Marty.
2: Here is a layer I have called Mel which means melody, which doesn't make sense because it's not the melody. I have no idea why I named my layer that. It's basically everything that's in the back. Like all this ambient noise,
0: right? Actually, those chimes in the way back was me actually playing my piano on some setting. No way. Yep, and actually there's a couple other things in here that I We might as well get to the secret spices. Will you go back oh there it is?
2: Is that you singing too? Do, 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 do. Oh my god, I think it
0: is. <laughs> do you hear the do you hear the Rav in there? The, the what? The rob I have it right here, listen.
2: Oh, that's what that is.
3: Oh, I Jude. think I just was
0: playing it and those are the only notes that fit. And it's, it's in that track. If you just play a little bit of it again, you'll hear me go, bum, bum, bum. There it is. Yep.
2: Wow. Oh, and it's all like warped and stuff. Oh, that's cool.
0: So yeah, it's kind of like a hand panned, but instead of being like tuned with hammers, it's just laser cut. Um, It's my fun instrument toy.
2: Oh, I've seen that before. Oh my gosh, no, I actually warped it with little altar boy. (laughs) (laughs) I, I form and shifted it up. Oh, cool. And I form and shifted your vocal down. Okay, yeah, these were the two like random stems that I was like, oh, this is total Foley. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay so that's what i literally have a, a, a thing in my notes where he says after gretchen there is a yeah in the song <laughs> that's it it's just you <laughs> i think that's it it's, it's it actually sounds kind of cool in the mix because it's just like wait what is that it's yeah just like, texture
2: oh i love that though there's it's like i love just things that you can't distinguish that
0: just like add to yeah. the, the tapestry and what's beautiful about these ones is they're actually just like kind of scraps of our old ideas like I think the first beat I sent to you I have that arpeggiated wind chime thing and I was just I just had my hands on two chords and I was just rolling my fingers you know yeah um and all of a sudden that's just kind of in the background and it's not really a thing in the song anymore but it still came from where the song came from so it has a little bit of meaning to it which which makes me excited
2: I know it's so fun oh, and, it, and it all fits too like the notes all fit you just gotta like twist it to fit mm-hmm. the vibe a little bit like here's so exactly. that like one. You were just sort of like messing around, singing to yourself, and here's without the formant shifter. Do, do,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, you're just like randomly. <laughs> I'm just
0: doing <saying laughs> random stuff. Ooh, do, 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 do. You know. <laughs> well, like with yeah, and this is all this stuff I sent to you. I'm like Marty, please delete whatever you want. I'm like ah! this is just like. <laughs> throwing all my ideas on paper here well
2: of course it's like that's why collaboration is so fun because you were like here's this thing it's probably garbage and i'm like
0: no let's put a form and shifter on it right which is great now i definitely wasn't in a headspace to think of that when i sent it to you i was like oh god like this is okay you know i was feeling that way and then you just had this great attitude about it which which is awesome yeah hell yeah wait though will you will you play the full mix right after gretchen's verse i want to hear if i see if i can hear the nah thing again yeah
2: the yeah yeah it really is just like hiding back there a little bit here let me uh here we go (laughs) there it is Right on the free
0: man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that.
0: I love it. Oh, fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I, well, okay. Uh, we were just going through other. We're all the tracks, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
0: what's next? What do we talk about next? Um, were there any other tracks before the vocals? Or is that do we hit them all? I think
2: we hit them all. I mean, there's a bunch of oh, nice. stuff like in that Mel folder. Hmm. oh sorry I uh played the vocals you know there's like random synths and pianos and like there's this horn thing there's a horn yeah it's it's really faint huh i'll I'll make it louder hold on let me mute everything else yeah there there there's a horn section but it's so like loud and and or uh, it's so quiet and verby. Oh, I muted. Yeah, there it is. Oh. It almost sounds like a synth. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's sort of the idea.
0: It's cool. Yeah, that kind of adds to that like heaven like effect of the mandolin and dulcimer, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's another thing that I don't know if it made it into the final mix, but I originally I have this theory about like crackles. Well, actually, it's not my theory. You put a little crackle in your song. I think we talked about it with like vinyls how vinyls make a little crackly sound. And yeah. one time I like rubbed my fingernails on a salt lamp in a song, and I think in this one I recorded my heater kicking on, um, at my old apartment, <laughs> just like the sound of it turning on and then just like humming. Uh, it- I don't even know if it made it in.
2: Oh no, this is all your dingles.
0: Yeah, actually, I think it was in the original one before we had just like a sweep up into the vocals. It was like in that intro there. Oh,
2: true. Um, the very
0: beginning of the song.
2: Oh, true. Yeah, that's long gone. Long gone. I don't gone. know where that is. <laughs> so that's just
0: the, the way things go. But yeah, that I guess the effect of that crackle was carried on by all the dingles and dangles as we call them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Those dingles all and dangles scraps of are, old ideas those dingles and dangles are cool all of these are yours yeah, absolutely. all this stuff I'll make it louder but they're really in the back like this is the um this is kicked up in the volume that's all so cool but yeah here here's how loud it, pumps it is in up an octave
0: too at one point yeah it's so faint yeah you see how it dropped down a, an octave there too I think we originally like when your vocals came in or something Or right before another part It would kick up an octave Yeah um,
1: Yeah that is yeah, cool Yeah so faint I, I still hear that. it
0: because I remember playing it really well But then there's other things I'm like wait that's in there It's <laughs> <That's> funny
2: <laughs> Yeah it's important It's important to have that stuff That goes far in the back Because it, give, it gives your song Like a ton of depth Like even though it sounds yeah. Kind of like a simple track um, Sort of chill and like lower energy There's still so much depth to it
0: And I think that's, I think that's important. Yeah. You don't want it to feel like between the hits, there's nothing. Um, Yeah. But you also don't want to hear too much between the hits. And actually speaking of that, your vocals, you did a really cool effect on that sort of radio effect. um, That sort of put, put something in the space in between your lines, right?
2: Yeah. Do we want to talk about it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So here's that stuff soloed. Ooh,
1: you feel for my hand yeah that would Foo, so, woo, so woo. You need the attention so
2: detuned radio effect yeah so here's the whole chain of effects so right. first I am cutting everything below 800 and cutting everything above 2 k so that
0: so basic, less frequencies overall
2: yep yep less frequencies so I'm on, really only keeping like 900 to 1.5k it's like n- almost nothing right
0: mm-hmm. makes it feel thin doesn't it yeah
2: here's without that cut right so more information is mm-hmm. in there so it, it it's supposed to feel like an old radio or something and then yeah. what i'm doing is here wait let me just mute all of the effects <laughs> Let me just do that. So here's the raw. For my I'm also busing it to uh, um, my the whole tracks delay. So that's what you that's the delay you hear. Mm. So that's com- okay, so That is
0: raw, but there's a bus that's adding. Yeah, there okay. is a bus.
2: Um, so here's okay. what the radio. For my right. So that's the cut. Mm-hmm. That's the huge cut. And then I have a slap delay where it's a ping pong delay on the like on an insert um and it's using echo boy which is a sound toys delay machine the ping Mm -hmm. is 164th of a note the pong is 132nd so really short um but here so here's without the ping pong here's
0: with oh okay
2: you're right so it's sort of blowing it up and putting one signal in each ear and the whole like slap back delay signal is saturated with like AM radio, which you can do in sound toys is why I really like it. Mm -hmm. Then a formant shifter, obviously little altar boy, our favorite Frank ocean thing, which makes my voice sound like a drag queen.
1: Feel Mm -hmm. for my hand you hey, know. you don't need the effect
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can just sing it um and then i'm just limiting it um so it doesn't go above 23 decibels and not giving it any gain so i'm just like evening out the volume so it's you know one decibel level the whole time
0: cool yeah and so did you think of doing that part because i remember there's a mix without it and there's sort of like a pause in between each one of your lines where you're just like, oh, we need to put something there? Or how did you How did you think of that? Yeah, that's 100% what happened.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, we got to – God, I got to do some, like, cool delay stuff. So, I mean, sometimes you can bus a delay. Like, you can um, automate a delay to happen on, like, the end of your word. And it kind of sounds like that's what's happening. Ooh, you feel for my hand. <laughs> you know, if you didn't know better, you might think – Oh, like what he did there was he automated a delay to instigate when feel happens, um, mm. right? So you automated on on the word on on the word feel, and it's yeah. uh, half bar. It sets to a half bar delay, and so that's what happened. But at, what I actually did was I printed the whole signal and just scooted it over half a bar. <laughs>
0: Oh, I see. You know, what I mean? yeah. it's
2: sort of like handmade. It's a good way, way. to do it. Yeah. That yeah. way you have control over um you know, what's I have a better control over what um words are are, you know, quote unquote echoed. You know, I can ta- right. I can take words out and add words in without having to open up the automation settings.
0: Yeah, right. And then yeah, it's just a little bit more I think it's a little visually easier in the editor too because you can like see that file separately and oh absolutely to it. yeah
2: yeah yeah that's, that's
0: true cool. um can i jump to a completely different spot yeah <laughs> my other highlight of these vocals the first time you sent it over no one in the world says but as cool as you do <laughs>
1: wait <laughs> do you know what, what i'm talking about
2: no oh my, in in I, my uh where is it in my hook? In
0: verse but yeah you go bye oh so
2: cool. oh okay well let's let's play the hook i
1: can't hold on to this you don't free me at all but i am <laughs> stuck to you Ooh.
0: yeah that's a sexy it's like butt an explosion it's like, <laughs> but. <laughs> makes me so happy that's so funny <laughs> how did you think of that i gotta ask how
2: I don't know. You okay? So, Blake wrote the first instance of lyrics.
1: Hmm.
2: Which is uh, Blake's lyrics are dope. I wish I wrote lyrics like Blake. Those are dope Wait, lyrics. Really? What? Oh my god! Let Let me play it. Let me play it without me first. Because here's the stem that Blake sent me.
0: And yeah, wait, also I, I recorded this and was like, oh, okay, here you go, Marty. I, here's something, we'll, we'll try to use this, but feel free to delete it. And then Marty's like, no, I got this. Oh, it was great. So yeah. that we
3: call It, Coco. it has me stuck on my flow. It has me stuck in my home. Aren't you. That is so cool. Yeah, get me out the oh no glass only green on my phone is everything great,
2: tone not you bro there's so much that's so cool about that yeah get me out
0: the oh no are
4: you uh, serious
0: yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to say yeah in a cool way like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah get me out the
2: oh no what the fuck is that lyric? That's that's amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. But you also oh. you also uh, dude, okay. So uh, peep our uh, episode on autotune that we did last week because Blake mm-hmm. uses autotune exactly right Big time. Like dude, <laughs> what is this?
1: Doo-doo.
2: That chromatic thing? No 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 no. That's awesome. He just he slides his voice down perfectly and lets the auto-tune catch the chromaticism there and that's dope and he printed that and sent that to me
0: with auto-tune on it (laughs) i wasn't sending it to you without auto-tune at first i was just trying to like pitch correct some stuff um and i was like playing around the formant thing a little bit trying to figure out what formant was and then i was like you know what just crank this thing all the way up let's see how that sounds and then i was like oh this is actually cool and then i re-recorded a few times to try to get that effect nice but um yeah <laughs>
2: It's fun That's great So what I did um, After you sent me that Was I doubled it So I think there's the first two
3: Say that we call it Coco It has me stuck mm. on my flow It has me stuck in my home On you
0: Yeah so I so They're a little off from
3: each other right?
0: Yeah
2: yeah And they're panned uh, hard left and right Right, so it, it uh, kind of uh-huh. like gives it this cloudy, like thicker feel. Here here are the doubles without you.
0: So I have the same auto-tune so settings that you have.
3: Interesting,
0: and mm-hmm. you also sang it in a bit of a voice, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I tried to like get as close as I could to what you were doing right so you have this whoa. like you have this like like this soft like laid back cool thing going on so i was like mm-hmm. oh i gotta replicate that and then for those harmonies that i put over you i sort of t- tried to sing like you right so here here are the um whoa here is the harmony that i put over you
1: hey, then we call it Coco. It it has me stuck in my
2: home on you. Right. So all of that together.
3: Wow. Say that we call the cocoa. It has me stuck on my flow. It has me stuck in my home on you. God, it's so awesome. It's like what you
2: allowed me to do was set up this this lead vocal that's like A sad somewhere between a human and a robot
0: (laughs) you know it's awesome it's so cool that's fascinating dude i have to admit i was duped this whole time i don't have the greatest ear for pitch i thought there was like multiple vocal lines going on and every time i listened to it i would try to like think like okay what are all the layers of this harmony how did he write this what are the pitches i didn't realize that it was just two right and left doubling me and then one harmony that's brilliant Yeah. It sounds so thick and big. It sounds like almost like a little bit of like a little group singing together, you know? Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, right. And like on stage, it would just be me and you,
0: you know? And it would
2: probably just how be did you, me harmonizing.
0: <laughs> how did you pick those harmonies?
3: I don't know. I think... call
2: I don't know. There's actually a, a lot of like music theory stuff going on there you know what we'll have to do someday yeah um we'll have to do a episode on the different kinds of movement because mm. um like how to harmonize in a, in a more interesting way could be really useful for our listeners to know about because
0: absolutely uh, I counterpoint think a, right
2: oh yeah counterpoint for sure i mean dude um lots of people when they like harmonize in the car they harmonize in perfect thirds and so there's mm-hmm. there's more that you can do. And so that like in this example there's actually oblique motion um like cascading motion. There's a couple like really cool things in here. Um mm. I don't think I meant to do that. I'm just sort of like I was in the zone and wanted to make like a yeah. really odd harmony <laughs> i don't know how i thought it, it is
0: it's interesting to me because when i heard it back i was like whoa what is that and that's probably why i was like searching so hard i was like where are the other pitches like what is this yeah <laughs> It's kind of lost in it um
2: yeah i guess it is, yeah, it is sort of cool.
0: like weird confusing
1: um, i
0: don't know yeah that was i i think for me i took like a line that i was like okay i actually was pretty happy with my lyrics but i was sort of met on the actual melody um, I was a little happy about the little slide at the end, uh, the little chromatic thing the autotune did, but and also like how that sort of relates to the the stuck to you melody itself of the hook. Um, but your harmonies just turned that from like zero to a hundred for me. And also kind of interesting to place it in the beginning of the song. I mean, that's where we had recorded it, but it's sort of an interesting structure. It's like a unique part of the song that never comes back. And that's how we start it. And then it goes into the, you know, the verse, chorus, hooks, all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like you have the first verse almost in my mind, and then I have the hook, mm-hmm. second verse, and then Gretchen has the third verse.
0: It's yeah, that's how I was the... thinking of it too. It, mm-hmm. it it makes they're all unique, you know. Like that line only lives with your verse, you know, and um, somebody rapping only lives with Gretchen's verse. <laughs>
2: that's true. Yeah, and Gretchen has sort of the deconstructed like, meow, like melody layer. Yeah, like here, here's what's going on in the in the um, mid ranges when uh, Gretchen is rapping. Like she's the only one that gets like the like the slidey shit. <laughs> Random guitar. What is that instrument? Well, uh, that guitar or what? The, um, Just the
0: slidey thing.
2: Oh, I actually did it. Oh, the slidey thing. Um, Let me mute everything else. Okay. What this is. I have it marked as ostinato.
0: It adds great stress, you know? I think it goes well with a rap because it's sort of like something is dropped and then that thing happens.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's this thing, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? You know how I did this? It's a, it's in Contact 5, which is another, um, sample library. It's using the Retro Machines K2, which is a, um, typically I use that for like bass stuff. I think it's a Moog ripoff, really what it is. It's like an old analog synth ripoff, but I set the glide to really high and played octaves. But after the preset, I have an effect called Fracture on it, which is an algorithmic-based pitch randomizer plugin, and it's free. Go get Fracture, um, if you don't have it already. They have a bunch of really, really great presets, and I mean the thing looks like a spaceship. It it, it makes no sense. Um, so you just again, this thing is really exp- it's a super experimental plugin. Um, so it, you know, it has a bunch of random bars and knobs that aren't labeled, and a big <laughs> bank of presets that you just choose one. And you're like, that sounds weird. It's really what it is. It's it's a creative tool for, if you have a backing thing and you want to just like expand it, but you don't care how you expand it, <laughs> then yeah, that's that's what you do. You put some. That's fracture. awesome.
0: I was gonna say like you could use just like a string like a MIDI string to ha- make that sort of effect and build in the slides yourself, right? And then, I don't know, put a bunch of reverb on it and... Oh, precisely. Uh, I don't know, EQ it or something, right? Yeah, yeah, um, but
2: you wanted it to be a little be cool odd. To have a-
0: yeah, that oddness comes through. It's so spooky by itself. It's actually, like, stressful. It's almost like a siren.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, the beep, beep,
1: beep, 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 beep,
2: that those mini those mini glides in the background are fracture. That's what fracture is doing. The actual oh, big cool. glide, the okay.
1: beep,
2: when it does the octave thing, that's the real. That's like the actual synth doing that. But wow, the little mini cool. glides, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: That's what that thing is. Awesome. Um, sweet. What else should we hit? We've sort of hit. Um, we've hit all our verses. Oh, do you want to talk about the lyrics at all? Because I thought it was kind of funny that – who sent lyrics first? Did I send lyrics to you first or you, you sent lyrics to me? Yeah, sent you, lyrics you, to
2: sent me? Lyrics, you sent lyrics to me.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I have no idea where they came from. It was just like off the top of my head, just that just the feeling I was having that day. How did you, I guess, how did you interpret it and write along with it? I'm curious about what happened on your end.
2: Well, if if I'm remembering correctly, you had the thing that everyone heard, but you also had another section. And it it just went, Um, I can't hold on to this. You don't free mm-hmm. me at all, but I am stuck to you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So you wrote that. That wasn't me. And then... Oh. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you wrote that. You wrote that shit. (laughs) That was you. (laughs) Yeah, I can't hold on to this. And I think you had it like placed on another beat, um. But I, I think I scooted it because I was like, I wanted to start here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I actually self sampled something I did, and then was just like I copied and pasted it in a few different spots. I was just playing around with it. Right. Yeah, but I like the way you sort of like. You ended up turning that little thing, which wasn't that prominent in my thing, into the hook, right? Oh, yeah. Like, it was, that was like, the part that spoke to you. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, that's the hook. I love that for sure. But So the, the first half of the hook is is your writing. I can hold on to this. Without the harmony. You don't free me at all. But, but I am so stuck cool. to you. Ooh, ooh. And then I wrote this part. I know
1: I should kick it. Like a mm. nasty habit, but I am stuck to you.
2: Ooh. So that was originally just like the first half and it was one melody. And I was like, well, that's, that's like vibey. And the lyrics are so cool too. Cause it's just like, you're almost like addicted to someone, to someone's company.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And you also threw out in your verse uh, a bit about a phone which is sort of what put made me put the phone in my verse when I wrote that after. Um, like oh, for sure. Glass only green on my phone was like sort of a reference to you calling out the phone too because there's like such an addiction part around phones and people and how people interact. That's sort of what I was thinking. Oh,
2: that's great. Yeah, it's sort of like, I guess my verse was sort of comparing the vanity of like being addicted to someone's company because certain people like, I suppose give you that, satisfaction that you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily need they like you know they they sort of like um support the self-serving vanity in yourself but those people tend to look at their phones a lot (laughs) you know because they also have like (laughs) vanity problems right (laughs) right so yeah it was just sort of playing on like this ironic thing where it's yeah that's
0: curious yeah yeah, I'm, right. That's yeah, it's a fun way to it's fun to like you kind of took a feeling of the vanity thing and then stereotyped it. And <laughs> and then wrote like use that to like continue painting the picture. <laughs> that's a brilliant way to like write lyrics.
2: Right. Yeah, there's this really cool like well it was so cool because we wrote both of those sort of like disjointed and then we sent it mm-hmm. off to Gretchen. We were like good luck. We didn't give her any yeah, prompt. We didn't say anything.
4: And this was what she came up with. Call me anytime. I'm stuck. Never wished you wouldn't hit me up. Fuck it.
2: So she totally ran with the phone thing. I know. I was like, oh, that's so. That's this is why she's great. You know, she just gets it.
0: Yeah, because you know it's one thing us like going back and forth, but literally we told her nothing. We're like, do you want to be on a song? She's like, yeah, send it to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was really not planned at all. On point. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, I, I'm sorry to jump topics one more time, but I got so distracted. I we forgot to talk about the harmonies on the hook itself and what you did there. Oh, that's such a cool sound. You're totally right. Okay, so let's let's
2: break it down a little bit. So I think um I have my three main uh vocals, which are just the Never same exact have. thing, uh recorded right, left, and center. I
1: can't hold on, do this. You don't free me at all, but I am
2: stuck to you. Ooh. So that's that's the what I'm considering the melody. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the second harmony. I can't hold on to this. Pretty much a third. You don't free me
1: at all, but I am stuck to you. Ooh.
2: So there's a second there those those harmonies were in were in a um a major second
1: I am stuck to you da,
2: da, da, that note and that note right next to each other, right mm. so that was that's it makes a it
0: crunch in a great way,
2: yeah, yeah, it is crunchy and then um so the first two lines only have one harmony, which the first two lines being I can't hold on to this, that's the first one you don't free me at all. But then when I start singing, I am stuck to you, I add a third harmony, which alone sounds like this.
1: I am stuck to you,
2: ooh, ooh. Right, sort of a higher one. Mm. So with yeah. everything else, the three-part harmony goes like this.
1: I am stuck to you, ooh,
2: ooh. Mm-hmm like kind so of it
0: builds as it goes along that's yeah, cool yeah
2: yeah yeah that's the chord yeah so it's a, really what it is is a uh, sus2 <laughs> wow
0: i mean i think that's a great tactic too that to, like the song has so many imperfections in it from like the drum beat I'm not saying that a sus2 is imperfection but it's just a little bit of crunchiness where you like you could have harmonized that in a more like uh or a less dissonant way, you know, less abrasive, but that little bit of crunch just sort of fits the vibe so well, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. You definitely kind of, like, use your sensibilities when you're doing some of this creative stuff. You know, like, at no point was I, like, intellectually thinking, well, a sus two chord is a uh, less strong and um, imposing voicing, and so this will fit very well Uh with... Uh, the sort of dopier and uh, less rhythmic vibe that we've curated. that's like <laughs> you know that's yeah. <laughs> you don't think that when you're creating. you're just like you're playing around, you're singing to yourself. You only have the the melody, you know I am stuck to you. So you're like, I'm stuck to you you're like singing that to yourself and you're like, I am stuck to you no not that one that one sucks (laughs) that one's too stupid (laughs) i am Uh stuck Ooh, that's kind of (laughs) cool so you sing it and then you sort of track it shittily and you're like oh yeah that'll totally work let me let me track it for real so you stand up you track it for real you pan it left and right you know none of this stuff is is preconceived it's all it's all feeling in
0: the dark it's it's doing it in the moment right yeah you're yeah, just, for sure. You're doing it. and that's you know going back to episode. I think it was one about having a setup with low friction. Like if you don't have the opportunity to sit down because you have to do many things to sit down and start making music, you're not going to get into that moment where you make stuff. Like even if you think about music a ton outside or, or like think about how a melody is going to go, if you don't sit down and start playing with it, you'll never get to a spot. Right. So the, so, I don't know. It sort of relates to how how well your your setup is frictionless.
2: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Blake is totally right. If you haven't already check out our uh, second episode, it's called don't catch a vibe. Make one.
1: Mm. Yeah. Second and it's episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's all about that. It's all about like making it as easy as possible to create physically and
0: mentally. Yeah. And I'm still working on some stuff with my setup, just like, i got too many cords. And, yeah, so you know
2: what? Like, to be honest, after we recorded stuff, that episode, the day afterwards, I uh, reorganized some stuff. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. what am I doing? I'm, I can't, I'm not practicing what I preach right now. Yeah, just <laughs> telling
0: the whole world, hey, guys, make it easy on yourself. And then you look at your your cord cable mess, and you're like, oh, no.
2: Yeah, you're just like, uh <laughs> so stupid. <laughs>
0: Well, um, Marty, I have a couple more questions, but anything else in the song that we want to touch on? Not that I can think of. I think this was a pretty good, like, I mean, we talked about so much. Yeah, that's true. So many different things. Well, I'm I'm curious, just in your, like, because, you know, doing this apart from you and only having a few phone calls about it, really, what was, like, maybe, uh, like, one of the harder things and one of the easier things in terms of actually making it was there something that made you struggle a little bit or is there something that was like oh it just came out instantly let's see
2: the uh, the drums were a little tough um mm. because th- the problem was that when you composed drums you used um sounds that fit with your current texture which was a lot thinner um and then eventually mm. the texture started to get thicker and we added sort of a moving bass line and it was sort of like heavenly and more lush after a while. And so we needed like all of a sudden the drum sound didn't work as well. So I kept the composition but changed the sounds. Right? So the kick sample isn't the same. Um I think the snare sample mm-hmm. is the same, but like I changed the hi-hat to like um sort of a more low-endy not quite as like tinny hi hat. You know, I so I had to change the drum sound a ton. Like they're just too much overall. No, they they were just kind of they didn't fit. They were too like eight bitty. Um, and like the kick yeah. sample was weird. It was like you know, it like had this weird tail that I couldn't quite wrangle. So I was like, I'm just gonna yeah. replace a couple. So what I did was I um re triggered the kick sample and the hi hat sample, I think.
1: Mm.
0: And that's a great little trick, um, where essentially whenever one sound file makes a bump, it triggers a sample in a different file. So you could like replace a kick drum by putting in a new kick drum, right?
2: That's right. Yeah. Someday, someday we'll have to talk about, um, the, the Holy snare sample, which is a, Mm -hmm. it is a, um, very famous snare sample used in most nineties rock. Um, and it was used because it was so good and it's so recognizable and just like gave nineties rock this big, like thick snare sound. Um, mm-hmm. But it turned into a meme very quickly because all of the engineers in, in like nineties rock stuff under sampled and re-triggered their snare stuff. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> 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 well, we'll have to talk about that someday. It'll be great.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, for sure. And then actually, sorry, I'm jumping around one last time. There's one thing that I, I have a self critique on my lyrics. Actually, I never learned much about text setting. And this is why I want to ask you about it being such a vocal guy. Uh, so in my first verse, I put it as the first word in two lines. And to me, it actually, after everything was done, it, it actually sounds a little bit off having it you know this sort of empty word beyond a very important part in a line. Um, did that catch your ear at all or, or do you have any thoughts on that?
2: No, it didn't. But I'm not you even know the part I'm talking about. I'm not even I'm not even following you. Let me listen
3: again. Say that we call the cocoa It has me stuck on my flow It has me stuck in my home. Oh, uh, I see what so you see mean. So see how it's like I see
0: it's the mean. longer note and it's kind of an empty word. And I wished I could put something there, but I didn't really know what word to say. Um, this? I don't know. Oh, that's a good point.
1: See, the thing... All right, that- let's
2: re-record it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the thing. See, the thing about... I think the thing about it that doesn't bother me is it's so... It's so unique, anyway, that it's almost mm-hmm. I don't I don't know you're I I feel that you're a good taste maker when it comes to like making musical decisions, which is why like you have this um you have this power to make unique choices, you know because I I think if you were trying to make a pop song, that would come off as sort of like weak handed, you know like putting the word it on such a strong beat. But because you've, because you've curated the sound around your auto tune and this sort of like feeble vocal quality, maybe not, maybe not feeble. (laughs) That sounds.
0: But like you're saying, kind of like dopey and laid back is how the vocals come out, right? Right. It's it's got a feeling. And it's
2: almost like you, you meant for it to be on the strong word because you don't care, (laughs) you know, Mm. or like it just
0: it, it it all works it all works with like this this very specific vibe that you've made it's so funny because i think earlier too you said like oh like you're you're like so chill and laid back and then almost like i don't care and i'm just like such an over the top
1: person <laughs> <laughs> that just
0: <laughs> it like doesn't align at all maybe it's like what i'm striving for in the music which <laughs> just it makes me chuckle you know that I, at least i could make that vibe but on command huh
2: <laughs> yeah, you go, yeah you're going for this thing that you're trying to create a a, a blake that doesn't exist i love it <laughs> yeah
0: it's just like when famous artists are like i live on a boat and i'm rich and i have everything i want in the world and we're all like yeah that sounds pretty nice yeah um <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm calm and relaxed, and I don't care about anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. uh, all right, that's a hoot. Oh, uh, or like the um, opposite,
2: where all these like emo guys from the two thousands were like, "I'm so upset with my girlfriend, and I'm always sad, and I, uh, my parents." <laughs> but like in reality, they're just like the nicest, most chipper, happy people.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Ah. Love it. No, there's nothing funnier than some contrast. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: Cool. All right. Well, um, let's wrap it up and get back to another week of uh, listening and making great music. Um, so, share this podcast with creators you know and, and let us know what you're up to. Um, and actually, first time I'm saying this, but let's do it the old fashioned way. Email us at the podcast at gmail.com. Uh, it's spelled T-U-N-E-Shed, S-H-E-D. S-H-E-D. Um, just in case somebody puts T-O-O-N. It's not that. True. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Send us some emails. Uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like, and what you want to hear more about, and and what you're up to. Um, and that's that. Marty, any inspirations from the week to leave us with?
3: La 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Christmas is here.
1: Woo-woo-ba-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo.
2: This is some Christmas music, dude. Go to uh, Spotify and mm-hmm. listen to. Hold on, you might have to edit this because it's gonna take me a minute to find.
0: <laughs> I'm not editing it. <laughs>
2: oh no i lost it go to uh spotify and try and find the medieval christmas playlist it's a playlist of like old dulcimer guys and like flautists like old pipe flute stuff from ireland but they they play christmas music in in like old medieval style and it's just the coziest thing you've ever heard
0: oh that's awesome oh i also have to shout out bells of dublin by the chieftains great album i listen to it every christmas all right um i gotta listen to that stuff anyways (laughs) on that note uh actually marty let's play the outro and then let's play the whole song again um and just so people can hear one more time if they want to and uh yeah much love to everybody and catch you next time
3: Say that we call it Coco. It has me stuck on my flow It has me stuck in my home On you Yeah, give me out the oh no Glass on the green on my phone Is everything in grey tone? Not you